Hey, here we are, Jason Cass with the Agents Influence Podcast and uh, giving you a little bit of a brief uh, look into what this podcast is about. Um, this podcast was done by Dick Levy. Uh, he was the guest. He is the president of field operations and the chief marketing officer of the um, of Hanover Insurance Group. Um, so I just wanted to let you know that it's a great podcast. He talks about a lot of different things on things that young agents can do and any agent out there to specialize in the industry. He talks about a lot of the tools and things and the ways that Hanover is helping the um, the independent insurance agent with their social and digital marketing. And I also have to say, I kind of went back and jumped off ta- um, off point real quick, and Dick was great to answer it. We talked about, you know, uh, the, the problem with it is for young agents and new agents to get markets, and, and because the companies are needing the volume commitments. And he answers it pretty interesting. I think you're definitely going to like it. And um, also, what can the agent do for 2014 to really knock it out of the ballpark? I think he answers that great. So, I hope you enjoy it. I want to give a little shout out. This is Agents Influence Podcast. I ask that you could find us on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher. When you do that, if you would, take a minute and write a review. That review is too long to explain right now, but the importance of that is huge. Just to give a little shout out on Stitcher or on iTunes. If you've got Apple iPhone, you're going to want to use iTunes. If you've got the Droid and you can't get the iTunes, you're going to have to use Stitcher. So I encourage you to use Stitcher. We're going to put some of those uh, links to where you can sign up immediately right in the email that you received here. Keep in mind that Agents Influence is a sister company of Grow Program. Agents Influence is 100% free to you. It is owned and operated by the Grow Program, so anything, any type of money and any of our programs on Grow Programs help support the Agents Influence podcast. So here we go with uh, one of the first CEO months. Now I call it CEO, but I'm changing it. I'm going to call it Big Wigs because we do have some CEOs, but we do have some presidents as well. So here we go with the first podcast, Dick Levy from Hanover Insurance Group. Group. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with uh, AgentsInfluence.com uh, doing yet another podcast uh, for the month of December. And uh, if you remember, it's CEO, and I've actually changed the name to what we call Bigwig or Senior Management, as Dick says. Um, uh, to bring those people directly to you. And I know as the listeners out there, you've told me that you think this is appreciative that, that the senior management, who is very busy, very much on the move, very much making decisions and creating vision for their, for their company and for our industry, have taken 15, 20 minutes of their time. We greatly appreciate it. And so today, who I've got on, um, on the podcast with us, is Dick Levy. Um, he is with Hanover. He's the president of field operations and also the chief marketing officer. When Dick comes on here, he can make sure that I said that correctly because that's what I found to be uh, his job title. Um, I listened to Dick speak in San Antonio back in September, and I immediately wrote down his name and said, "This is this is someone that the listeners would would want to would want to hear." I'm not here to down the higher up or the big wigs, but sometimes they don't understand on a personal level of what the agent or the people on the on the bottom are going through. And I think Dick did, so I think he's going to be great. So here he is, uh, Dick Levy of Hanover. Dick, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Jason. Fantastic. Um, Dick, let's start with a, with a little introduction here. We kind of let the listeners know a little bit about who Dick was, who Dick is, and yeah. uh, what you do now. All right, great. 
Well, uh, let's see. I, I've been uh, I've been at the Hanover for about ten years, which in Hanover years is quite a long time. As you know, we've uh, sort of a, a young youngish. Well, we've been along for around for 160 years, but it's been a you know quite a turnaround story the last ten years. Um, so, kind of from the beginning, I uh, I've been in the industry. Gosh, uh, uh, coming up on my 25th college reunion. So, um, in the, all those working years, have you know worked for major carriers, Travelers, Hartford. Uh, some some uh, technology startups that serve the industry. Uh, went to Holy Cross undergrad. I, I got my um, MBA at Harvard, and uh, have lived in the Boston area for gosh, 17, 18 years. Married to somebody I went to high school with, which was really cool. We wow. met um, we met 32 years ago when we were 14. <laughs> Sweet. As, fresh, as freshmen, uh, she's a Boston College grad and, and a nurse practitioner. We uh, we have three children. Uh, our oldest is in high school, which is uh, which is a whole new world, which is a lot of fun. So, um, just you know, busy, busy, busy on the the treadmill of life, and uh, loving every minute. What of do you it. do so, now for for Hanover? What's your job title and what yep. do you do? Yeah, so you got it right. I am the um, president of field operations and the chief marketing officer. And so what that means is I manage all of uh, our field offices uh, for one part of my job. We have five regional presidents um, that manage the country. We kind of break the country up into five slices of pie, and, and they manage all sales and, and quite a bit of the underwriting, uh, depending on the business. So those folks report into me. And then uh, my other kind of half of my world is the, the marketing function. So I, I manage our corporate marketing, our, our public relations, and the business marketing side of things resides in the businesses, but then you know I oversee all that activity and kind of stitch it together across the organization. So what I love about the Hanover, one of the things I love is that, in fact, um, we're incredibly agency-centric and, and distribution-centric. You know, we look at the outside world uh, a lot, and, and that comes together in, in my world in the sense that, um, you know, in most companies, marketing and and distribution are separate functions, and you know you got a you got a field guy and you got a marketing guy, and they kind of do their jobs. But w- what I love about how the Hanover thinks about it is that those two are very much integrated. So, with me on top of both of them, you know everything we do uh, in marketing really exists for the the sole purpose of supporting our field force and uh and and even further our agents you know our, our our distribution network so are we are we building tools are we building content that that uh, distribution will find useful and helpful so fantastic so that, uh, that keeps me busy i do like that i like what you're saying there how you're taking the operations and the marketing kind of bringing it together that's a, that's an interesting strategy one of the reasons why I really liked you, Dick, is not only was your personal approach to understanding what agents are dealing with, but also being the chief marketing officer. Um, we are very strong. I am with social and digital marketing in my agency, um, and I am trying to help. That's something that I don't want to. I try not to make it all the agents influence podcast all about it, but it is forty yep. to fifty percent of our podcast. So that's this is really great insight you're going to give us. So as I start in on the questions, keep in mind these questions were asked by the listeners. Um, okay. I did come up with one of the questions, but the listeners submitted. I actually I got a huge amount of questions. I think around fifteen, and I kind of condensed them down. The first question, though, that I have for you, just to kind of humanize you a little bit, is. Is uh, you are iPhone user or a Droid user? 
I'm an iPhone user. You are an iPhone user. Okay, yes. so far that's two out of two CEOs <laughs> or our, our big wigs that have that. So right. um, that that's that's cool. And tell me about the last app that you downloaded for the listeners. Let them know. Yeah, the last app I downloaded was the the Kindle app. I started to share books with uh, my family and kids, and so that that's that's a lot of fun. So, okay, and I assume yeah. as much as you travel, you probably are going to start or use that a lot. I do. I okay. do. It, uh, right. Save some some weight in the in the uh, suitcase. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, let's go on to the first question. And um, what is one thing? Um, you probably have many, and if you want to elaborate, that's fine. But the question from the listener is, is what is one thing your company is doing to help young agents be successful inside the insurance industry or with Hanover? Okay, great question. Um, so, as I mentioned previously, we we think a lot about how we can help our agents uh, be successful, make more money, you know, improve their economics. And, uh, you know, so that extends into the the whole agency, you know, CSRs, producers, young agents, uh, young producers, seasoned producers. So one thing we've been pursuing extensively is an industry specialization track, and and we believe that we can be successful in this industry and that agents, um, and particularly young agents, can be successful, and I would strongly encourage this, that, you know, you need to adopt – an industry specialization. You need to become, uh, so quote, an expert uh, at something and kind of declare a major, kind of go back to college and, and declare a major. Like this is what I'm going to, you know, really come to know so that when I show up at a client, I actually can offer really good insight to that business owner. Um, it's not just kind of, you know, glad handing and high level uh, conversation. It's I understand the your industry. I understand your business issues. I understand the exposures that you're facing. So what we're doing at the Hanover is um, the first thing is you know building content that young agents can kind of sponge up. They can consume it. It's easy to access. We've created um, this thing called Agent Solutions, which is um, very organized and easy to navigate uh, by industry. So you know 15, 20 industries. Um, uh, cultural institutions, uh, manufacturing, human uh, human services, technology—you know, you, you name it. And in on this portal, you can you can dive deep. You can you know so so spend you know three four hours just consuming you know w- what it is. You know, we're trying to share what we know about the industry and and offer that up to to agents. So I think I think young agents need to take the time and be a good student again and study study the. Uh, you know the industry, so that you, you know you have some knowledge. So not only putting content out there, but then we're trying to take it one step further. And this is uh, fairly fresh and new. So in, in truth, we haven't um, done it, you know, um, you know, 25 times, but we've done it, you know, maybe maybe 10 times, where we've pulled together um, groups of producers um, and put them through what we call an industry accelerator. And, you know, as the title indicates, it's meant to accelerate somebody's knowledge of a particular industry. Okay. Uh, the, the technology industry is, is the one where we've gone sort of the furthest. And we literally, you know, pulled together a dozen producers, uh, some of whom were newer in career, right, so young young folks, 
and uh, we spend a day and a half with them, and we tear apart the technology form, E&O form. We talk about the industry and some of the exposures and, and uh, emerging exposures and how our form addresses those. So it's, you know, it's very content-rich. Um, so I could go on and on, but that, you know, the main theme is uh, you know, industry knowledge. We're trying to bring industry knowledge, make it available for young producers so that it's sort of, you know, it's almost like you know going to the library and sitting down at a table and somebody's already pulled all the books for you to do your research. You okay. <laughs> so, so, so you're talking, and, and I love it, and I love it, Dick, because uh, so you're talking, trying to help the agents build the knowledge so that they can become a specialist, which makes them the expert, which you believe is going to give them uh, more credibility, and probably at the end, which is most important, is, including, uh, is, uh, is the closing ratio and the retention. You bet. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. You're darn right about that. And, you know, I, I, I was reading the other day, I'm, I'm a book geek, Dick, and I was, I was reading a blog, and, and the thing that I thought was great is, I never thought about this, it's just so simple to think about, but he said that the, the writer said, every industry, if you are a general, generalist or you're a specialist, the specialist always gets paid more. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, it didn't, never occurred to me. You know what I'm thinking? Gosh, that's, that's a great point. And so it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a lawyer or a dentist or whatever. If you're a right. specialist, you're going to have higher success. So I just yeah. I thought that was interesting. Now, you know, and I would say as a young person starting out in the business or trying to, you know, have their big break, you know, you can't, you can't do this to the exclusion of, you know, taking on some generalist business too, right? You know, you're Absolutely. Gonna, but but you need you, you sort of need like I said this major you know and and this is where your focus is and you know sixty seventy percent of your time is calling on those kinds of businesses but you know you're always going to have the forty percent where you you know you're going to get the generalist main street kind of business so and overall Dick do you think that Hanover is a patient company to work with the young agent I know I hear a lot of young agents out there talk about you know the companies it's hard to get contracts because they want a huge um, premium commitment. I'm not wanting to go down that road, but would you say, I mean, that Hanover is one that works a lot with agents to say, I understand you can't give me 300000 for the in premium for the first year, but can we set a commitment yeah. of three or five years? I mean, <laughs> yeah, great, great question. You know, I, I would say in general, we're a pretty impatient company with ourselves, you know, because we're a, we're a high growth company and we're, we're expecting a lot of ourselves to go out, find the best agents, grow quickly, make, you know, obviously in a profitable way. Um, but the flip side of that is we're incredibly agency-centric. So we, like okay. I said, we try hard to think about what it's like to be an agent these days, how, how, what it takes to be successful. So, um, you know, the other aspect of our, our company, which is very important, uh, and I'd, I'd want your listeners to, to know, you know, we, we take a, a limited distribution approach to this business. So, so whereas our competition has appointed you know, really, you know, thousands more agents than we have. We have a, a limited number. But when we when we hook up with an agent, we I would say we are patient. We we talk extensively about our business strategy together. You know, what, what here we are today. Where are we going to be in five years? To, you know, from now, and let's plan that. Let's plan that. You know, roadmap or blueprint. And and we have patience within that. So you know, it's a maybe it's sort of a you know, long way of answering your question. No, no, no. You know, no, it's yeah. good. Yeah, so it is because it's a tough thing for companies because they have to grow, they have a profit right. margin that they need to keep per agency, but right. at the same time, you know, we've got the other side. So I notice that the most successful companies um, are those that are patient, and obviously Hanover yeah. is widely successful. So I assumed it was yeah. something that was in your guys's philosophy. <laughs> 
Right on. Right on. All right. Um, so your company, are they pro-social media? How is Hanover with the pro-social media and digital media um, area? I mean, are are you pro that? Uh, are there any tools yeah. you guys are offering, offering specifically? Yeah, so ab- absolutely. You know, I, w- I would describe us as, as pro-social uh, marketing, uh, you know, digital, digital media. Um, although I would tell you we are we are sort of catching up in this space. Um, and... and so we're we're active. So we have a Facebook page, we have a LinkedIn page. You know that's important for us. Just um, you know, building brand and and connecting to to professionals that want to be part of our organization. Um, we've yet to launch a Twitter, but uh, a Twitter account. But we we're uh, that's right around the corner. Um, so we're trying to be really thoughtful about what we're trying to accomplish with social media. Um, our belief is that we play more of a support role to our agents. Um, you know, we're not we're not a Geico, we're not you know progressive where we're trying to reach the end consumer and build that that brand with the the consumer. That that okay. is you know it, it's a it's a losing battle in our mind. You know, to go up against the billion dollars of advertising that they can spend. So, as an independent agent carrier. We focus on our agents, and our social media platform is built with that in mind. So specifically, um, we think about creating content that you could then that our agents could then grab and repurpose and push and use with their customers. So that's why I describe it as kind of a, su- a supporting function or support role. Um, you know, as an example, you know, we've been pushing out a series in personal lines. Um, you know, this summer, you know, with tips on pool safety, um, you know, you know, getting your house ready for the winterization of your house. We just put a, pushed out a, you know, um, uh, tips on how to protect your identity against identity theft uh, in the shopping season, which is right upon us. And it's interesting. We, we the, the number of hits we get from our agents grabbing that data and then repurposing it and propagating it out through their social networks. You know, as a way to connect with customers and try to attract customers, and, sh- and importantly, show their customers that you know we're the value channel, right? So, so right. we're we're, we're going to help you with ideas on on risk mitigation, and 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 it's not just you know a, a price game. So, so our social media is built around that. You know, our, our the tools we have, you know, I would say are are content driven. Um, the other good. thing that that's good. Yeah. yeah just one sorry one more thing uh, Jason the, you know the other thing we we find is um you know in times of great need like a catastrophe um uh, I think I mentioned this at the you know our, our event in San Antonio you know it, it's very helpful to have a way to push uh, messaging out uh, to, to to agents but also to end consumers uh, on how to reach us how to file a claim so it's you know a Twitter account is is important um, but of course all that only matters if you you have people you know signed up to follow you and so so we're working on that you know we we de- we definitely have an ambitious agenda to try to to connect up with our independent agents and the producers and CSRs within the agents that we work mm-hmm. so that we can have another channel of dialogue you know you uh, know you know Dick I I when I go around I fly around and I teach agents about social and digital marketing I will personally say that when you're trying to the agent to reach the end consumer I think personally this is me and some of my social buddies that Twitter is probably the least used because it's more of a communication tool so I can uh-huh. definitely see how it works for the company as a communication tool to the agent one thing I would encourage um because it's just absolutely blown up in the last year is Google Plus Google okay. 
Google Plus has become just a ginormous place for, and the thing is that we're starting to notice right now, uh, slowly going, is that the 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 agents are the ones that are ha hanging out there helping each other market. And it's really powerful because it does two things for the agent and for the company if they join. It puts your content inside of Google so that when people search online, whether it is the end consumer or it is the agent, you get kind of a, um, a preferential treatment by Google to be bumped up in the search rankings based on the fact you're using their social. So I, I just I think social. I say it all the time to all my to I'm going to um, a company next week and speaking to their agents. Google Plus I believe is the future and it really really is. So just want just wanted to kind of put that out there for you. Yeah, that that's actually really helpful. You know, uh, it's, um, as I said, we we don't have. You know, unlike probably some of our competition, we don't have a you know, I have a big staff. I mean, our social media is being driven by you know you know half of an FTE here and half an FTE there. We're sort of and, and we and it's fun and you know it's sort of it, it, it's it's um, you know it, it, it's it's sort of a, a newer thing for us. So that's helpful to know because we'll we'll uh, we'll do some investigation on that and make sure that it's part of our agenda if it, it makes sense. I I think the most thing that listeners are going to get out of what you just said though is the hardest thing they try to do is what hand is providing and that yeah. is the content yeah. they have problems creating content because they're busy they're out there sure. trying to write policies service clients sure. retain them so sure. for you to for you to put that out there dick i, I applaud you because that yeah. that that's one of the main obstacles for agents so to me that's one of the main tools that you're using so effectively and i think agents who are probably handover agents are, are probably realizing that so yeah. so so kudos to you for that that's wonderful yeah. Can um, I make can I one last thing, Jason, before yeah, we move go, on? Go ahead. So, yeah, so the, the other thing we're, we're going to ramp up this year and, and push through our, our social media channels is the use of video in a, in a better way. I mean, we're all so saturated and our email boxes are so full. And, you know, when you get something, you know, an article, like, ah, I wish I had time to read that. You know, we just we and we want to capture the attention of our, our young producers, our CSRs that do business with us, and and help drive imp some important messages or priorities, and and some use it as a teaching tool too, right? So in personal lines, for instance, we're really you know uh, we're, we're we're only we're exclusively an IA channel personal lines player. So so and we 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 you know we promote the value sell. We try to move away from you know only being a price game, and so pushing out little vignettes and coaching tips uh, uh, on how to sell against a Geico or a Progressive, and and putting that you know on a desktop of a, a CSR or somebody, so they can in in three minutes you know sort of m maybe get that aha oh that's 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 how I'm gonna yeah. you know that's a tactic I'm gonna use. So we're we're trying to experiment with we we, we built a, a TV studio. Uh, on campus, and we're going to start uh, kind of pumping some of that stuff out. Oh wow! So you built your own little studio. Sweet. That's that's yeah. great. See, yeah. that's just that that gets me excited, and I think it gets a lot of agents excited. Okay, they 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 get it. They understand what we're going through, and that you know we're on right. a battlefield here. And it sounds right. like you're sending in the cavalry. So we appreciate yeah. that very much. <laughs> um, now, I'll just, you answered my second question, which is what are you doing to help agents use tools on social media effectively? Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah. the last question that I have for you is if you were an agent, um, what would you do in 2014 to knock it out of the ballpark? Oh, boy, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, my answer to this one's probably not going to surprise you based on my answers to the prior questions. But I, I would start with, 
um, maybe some kind of general leadership comments. I mean, it's, I would, you know, as we turn the corner for, for 14, right, right in front of us, right. Maybe, maybe it's the, 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 the week we get back is to, to rally, just to rally the troops and set the challenge. Cause I, I believe, we believe, you know, the Hanover is incredibly optimistic about the opportunity that is in front of us for independent agents. Um, so as an agent, I think, you know, you got to get your team, do a huddle and say, all right, guys, let's set ourselves that old fashioned, you know, BHAG and put goals out there that are really aggressive. And, and in that kind of rallying of the troops, you know, really drive this, um, sort of remind us of who we are, which is the value channel. And, you know, we're going to win in 14 because we're going to emerge in our local marketplace as an agent, a producer, a CSR that has really great insight. Um, You know, the value you're bringing to your end consumers is something that they won't easily walk away from, right? So it's, you know, you can always find somebody that's, you know, 10% cheaper. So, you know, showing up, you know, you know, rallying your troops and telling them to go out and, you know, drive the wedge by showing up and say, hey, I can save you 10% on your, you know, your insurance program. That's a losing proposition, right? So, Amen. right, rallying the troops, you know, reminding us of who we are and, when, and the value, finding the way to express your, the value you bring to those consumers, you know, which is about advocacy and insight you know, and helping them, you know, work through claim situations. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we have to just, you know, remind ourselves, hey, that's where, you know, so somebody should be willing to pay an extra, you know, seven, you know, 75 or 5%, whatever, whatever, you know, price tag you put on it. Um, so to knock it out of the park, I think we got to go back to those basic roots and, you know, kind of in, in make sure our DNA is, is, you know, wired up that way. Um, and then, you know, the second part of my advice on that question would be alignment, right? So back to the first part of our conversation, I, I, I would, I would get producers to be aligned, you know, and, and to be focused on an industry, um, to know that up front so you're not kind of searching, soul searching for the first six months, you know, have a strategy to, to go after um, you know, a, a set of potential customers in those in those segments, and then of course look to carriers or look to you know other sources to help you become really educated. Um, so, and you know, you know, the other side of it, I would say we're, we're incredibly bullish about personal lines. So, you know, I know some some of your listeners out there in the personal lines world, um, you know, for, for the, this is where I think you know the, the, the all the noise that's out there around, from the direct writers. We just have to, you know, my commentary around value selling, you know, is, speaks even louder there. Perhaps that, you know, you, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta stand out from that crowd and not apologize, and you know, just show this is what this is what you're in business to do, you know. So um, that might sound like motherhood and apple pie, but I think you know it's, it, you know, 14 we see as a an op- a great opportunity that the economy is, you know, we all know it hasn't come raging back, but it's. You know, maybe feeling a little bit better. The construction business industry, you know, is is coming around. I can I know that because my family has a, a you know a construction company in Connecticut, and that's kind of usually a bellwether sign of what's happening in the economy. You know, so there's there's a lot of positives um, out there. 
Um, I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot of positives. You know, one of the things I always say is that whenever you're down, there's nowhere to go but up. And I think our economy's been there. And I definitely think it's going up. As you're saying, I'm hearing my contractors, my businesses here that they and not only do they are they saying stuff is better, but they're starting to let go of their their money more because they're adding equipment, you know, doing different right. types of things like that. Right. And so right. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And I also think there's no better time to be an independent insurance agent. These direct riders just can't do. And, you know, Dick, I, I know you're busy, but if you get a chance and you're traveling, I encourage you, one of my biggest podcasts was one I just recently did, um, and it was called uh, The Direct Riders vs. Super Mario Brothers. I mean, you're a young guy. Did you ever play Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo? <laughs> You know, I I didn't. Uh, okay. You know, I'm, a, I'm older than you think. And okay. I, I had I had Odyssey and Atari. Uh, when I was <laughs> that's, that's okay. You know, one of the things with Super Mario Brothers, this is very important. I mean, even when I'm on these and listen to I'm listening to agents talk, and they're always talking about the direct rider and the way the direct rider's doing this and this, and and just to know that in Super Mario Brothers, the 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 point of Super Mario Brothers, Dick, was to rescue the princess. But before but you could do that, you had to go through a guy named Bowser. And what we all forgot about is that when we were doing playing Super Mario Brothers, the point was not to beat Bowser, it was to rescue the princess. Taking that into the same context, it's not about us beating the direct riders. It's about communicating effectively to our consumer, which essentially would be the princess. And it was possible to, to rescue the princess without actually beating Bowser. And so I, I, I threw that out there and got a lot of comments and feedback from the agents because I think that's our marching song. Quit right. worrying about them, you know? Yeah, truthfully, right. truthfully, a lot of the direct writers are going after business that I wouldn't want and probably Hanover wouldn't want, you know? That's right. not their, right. their, their market. So, so right. I, I, I say that because you fall, what you just said, falls right in line with what I was saying on a podcast two to three weeks ago. That um, so I think a lot of the agents are going to love hearing it because they related to what that podcast. I think they're really going to relate to you what you said, and 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 Dick, I just really appreciate it. And I'm going to wrap it up here um, by asking you a question that uh, le readers or the listeners always like to hear. And what is the book that you are reading right now? Oh, cool. Well, I I just finished. Um and the, Mecco, and the Mountains Echoed uh, by Hosseini. He's the guy that wrote The Kite Runner. So if you like The Kite Runner, you'd you love this. I love, love that, the way that guy writes. And then I, um, I, I'm into uh, a, a book called The Testament of Mary, uh, which is also really cool. You know, think of this as um, it, this is the, the, the sort of the story of the last, Jesus' last few days told from the viewpoint of his mother, which we, uh, we don't often you know, get to hear, hear very often. Wow. And, and you know she Mary's usually um, you know presented as this meek kind of feeble woman, and and in the book it's she's uh, you know a, uh, you know a, a feisty you know you know Spitfire you know you know pissed off at what's going on. So it's it's actually a really interesting take on on uh, you know Testament the, of uh, Mary, huh? The Testament of Mary, right on. It's wow. a, it's a, the other great, it's a, it's a novella, so it's only 100 pages, so that's another, for, the, for those oh. of you who like, to, like a break from the 450-page book these days. You know, so. there was a, there's a study I saw a couple of years back that said that um, um, most executives of corporations 
read the a book about anywhere from 15 to 20 bucks a year as opposed to the average american le- reads anywhere from 1 to 3 i think was the statistic right. and right. you know i thought that that falls right in line and and one other thing jim rohn a famous business philosopher which you're probably familiar with he said something really wise one time he said is it's not ironic that um the majority of homes that are 2 million dollars or more in value all have, or most of them, have a library. Huh, interesting. And it was interesting. I thought, wow, yeah. that's very powerful to bring those two points together, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, yeah. once again, Dick, we appreciate your time. You know, we, we really do. Um, I think you've done great things for yourself, for Hanover, by letting the listeners know exactly what what Hanover offers, where you think you're unique, things that young agents can do, what we're looking for for 2014. This is exactly what we want to deliver. I mean, this is content to other agents, and I believe it's at its premium form, not just because of the media form we're using the podcast, but because someone like yourself took 20 minutes to come on and tell us. And uh, and we, we greatly appreciate it very much. Ah, so Well, thank, I appreciate the invitation. It's, uh, it, was, it was fun to do and, and a pleasure. And, and, you know, we're, we're so proud of what we're doing here at the Hanover. We, you know, we, every chance we get, we like to connect with agents and shout it from the mountaintop. So I appreciate the opportunity. You are the peak of the mountain. So we appreciate that. So, <laughs> All right. This, is, this has been Jason Cass with the agents influence podcast. Um, we had uh, Dick Levy, which is the field oper- or the president of field operations and the chief, chief marketing officer of Hanover. Um, and so keep in mind that the Grow Program is actually the mother company of Agents Influence. Agents Influence is a free podcast sent to you, the agent, and is supported by the Grow Program. Um, so this has been Jason Cass uh, with Agents Influence, and we are out.